Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Looks like the Mavs are trying to get on flea market flip because they just renovated this bench. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I am your host, Don. Denim, you can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denim. With me today, my fellow Mavs fan for life, we have Mr. Ruben Tomas, also known as at Reddit Mavericks. How are you today, sir? I'm good. I don't really get that reference. but It's an HGTV reference. Oh, see, and yeah, no. I, You know, I figured the Venn diagram of Mavs fans and HGTV viewership is probably a pretty thin slice of pie speaking of thin slices of pie we've got the one and only squish joining us today uh only thing weaker than that metaphor is i i got nothing anyways how are you squish thin and and pieish Thin and pie. Okay, maybe maybe an apt description. Speaking of thin and pieish, we have very little news to talk about. Uh, basically, oh, yeah. we, we got a video of uh, Jay Rich and James Johnson on a plane together. Uh, we saw Luca and Boban are hanging out doing something or rather. Uh, really, we're just kind of yeah. twiddling our thumbs, waiting for the season to start. So, like the, you know, the rookies are playing FIFA, I guess, you know? On they're their play, they're on their all PS5s. taking the same. Yeah, they're taking the same picture of FIFA, the FIFA starting page with their PS5 controllers in front of them. Just, just mocking Squish. They're just trying to flex <laughs> on me. <laughs> just, just, I've sent Squish so many. I've sent Squish so many links. Every time you go out, like he logs onto them, they're just already gone. <laughs> so. It's all gone. Or uh, I, and I'm not even joking. I've had a PlayStation Five in a cart at the checkout screen like seven times over the last few weeks or however long this has been going on and every single time the website will crash or it'll remove it from the cart and be like psych fuck you (laughs) that reminds me of 2011 my dad once once at one point during the 2011 playoffs my dad's like if they make the championship we're going i was like okay awesome like and sure enough we've made it to the finals that year uh as history has told us and so he was waiting online Boom, soon as it uh, gets on sale, he goes out there, buys four tickets, we're going to the finals. We are so freaking stoked about it. Uh, he then gets a call from American Airlines Center. They're like, hey, super excited about it. Uh, I see you bought four parking passes. Uh, did you want tickets with those parking passes? Mind you, those parking passes were $150 each. My dad thought he was getting tickets and had just basically clicked on the wrong link or was on the wrong page or something. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, probably about as disheartening, um, but on a more historical scale. I would say that's worse. Yeah, it's a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, enough of my childhood trauma. How's y'all's day going? <laughs> now that we're all a bit sad. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean we're recording at what, like, four? 
yeah it's, it's yeah. been a yeah a good old sunday morning after a week of uh you know just guzzling tryptophan and uh <laughs> refined carbs yeah we're really on our a game today yeah mm-hmm. you know it is what it is we're, we're bringing this it's coming out this today so it's fine but. yeah we'll be fine yeah, yeah. definitely still holding oh, up yeah. the bare minimum of what it takes to maintain a podcast anyway yep. so not a whole lot's happened uh in uh nba adjacent news uh nate robinson got knocked the hell out by a youtuber so yeah uh Terrible. 2020 remains to be the worst um, i mean I don't know, nba twitter just went in on him yesterday and i was like whoops well the memes yeah. were choice but yeah the memes were great but damn it just that out I, I don't know like it's, it's it was bittersweet i did not put money on it thank god so I, I just don't understand what they're feeding Jake Paul for him to knock out. I mean, Dude, I don't know, also, it, I think it also goes to show that like, there's a lot of sports that just don't transfer over. Like when someone's like, what was it? Connor McGregor do, fighting Mayweather, like his, their whole thing, like that's fairly similar skill sets as far as fighting and boxing. Like I know they're not the same, but at least like transferable physical skills, I, I think it just goes to show that just a basketball player going through what six months to a year of boxing training just isn't enough to, you know, clearly prepare you for a boxing match. So I don't know. I don't know Unless anything you're... about Jake Paul. I'm so upset at the internet that I know who Jake Paul is. Yeah, like that's, that's, that's what. Yeah, the, uh, the Paul brothers. Yeah, no. But... Unless you're James Johnson. <laughs> It doesn't transfer well. I feel like basketball is on his special skills list on his resume. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, James Johnson, I mean, he tweeted for the first time in like a year yesterday and was like, you know, thank you, uh, Mike Tyson, you know, and everybody like for inspiring me. And I was like, oh shit, what does this mean? So I don't know. means James Johnson's going to bite a fucker's ear off. That's what's going to (laughs) happen. Preferably Marcus Morris. Well, yeah. I feel like, what was it? It was like, 10 of the questions that we got last week were just like various fight scenarios for James yeah. Johnson. Like, Hey, like how much would you pay? Like what's your over under mm-hmm. yeah. you would last? What's your over under and how long Marcus Morris would last? Uh, the good, strong, um, but, strong, strong memory. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, in the off season so far, I think my favorites, but I mean, favorites... But I mean like, James Johnson can play like he can actually, he's like, you can actually play basketball. <laughs> like he's not just like an enforcer type type of guy. Like, yeah. Yeah. He can to actually, speak, to speak on that, uh, you know, we're having fun with the karate fighting WWE, you know, finishing move memes for James Johnson. And really, we are overblowing the enforcer thing, but that's for fun. Uh, if you really look up his highlights and see what he can do, he's he's got some pretty solid skills on the court. And it's not it just Miami. being a tough guy. I mean, he can shoot. He actually passes pretty well. I think he's going to be a lot better than people realize, especially on a good team with a good coach. Totally. Um, I think with, yeah, with James Johnson, him basically being able to guard at from three to five. I mean, granted five is a, is a little bit of a stretch considering, you know, I mean, that's definitely a small ball five, but how Dorian, Finney Smith played some five mm-hmm. uh, in small ball situations. So, and I yeah, like Dorian can do it. Yeah. James Johnson, Johnson can. can. He's got a good two inches on him. Oh, I, I thought they were the same height. I think, isn't uh, Dodo like six, seven? Yeah. I think that's what uh, Johnson is. Uh, Johnson's six, nine. 
Is he six nine? Yeah, he's a big <laughs> nice. He's a, he's a nice, <laughs> yeah, big motherfucker. <laughs> Would not Johnson. fight. Would not right. fight him. Pretty Looking sure he's six foot nine. Let me look up. Okay, split the difference. Six eight. Whatever. Still, still six, taller. Eight, six, still, eight, still, yeah. yeah. Well, he may, he has at least an, an extra inch in height just through fear. Like he will scare folks. <laughs> Exactly. Anyways, his aura is seven feet tall. (laughs) His aura, (laughs) yeah, like Dragon Ball Z, bro. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. What are what are his power levels? (laughs) Over ninth. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams shredding their stuff. You might not be able to make a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and even coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Anyway, uh, okay, so is there anything else we need to talk about? I mean, the only, I think, addition that happened over the week was. Uh, you know, we officially signed J.J. Brea to a fully guaranteed contract one year. Well, yeah. How do we feel about that? I know there was um, – I feel like 80%, 90% of the responses to that were positive, but there was a pretty big collection of folks that were kind of mad about it. I look at this kind of like the Avery Johnson, Daryl Armstrong signings of the mm-hmm. past where we have like a basically a coach in the making being our 15th man. You know, that make, you know, they look at, all right, well, if we're going to have, uh, we have a bunch of young guys on this team. It's good to have some adults in the room, but also, I mean, I think part of it's just like them, you know, building out their front office through the roster. Um, that, yeah. That's how I see JJ personally. Uh, he's, uh, I mean, in the regular season, he still contributes, but I mean, like dudes looked about as washed as you can be. Um, yeah. And some good meaningful minutes. You can't be five eleven in this league and lose a step. It's pretty hard to contribute in that exactly. way. But he still had some contributing minutes uh, in the bubble, you know, for whatever that's worth. And so if that's just, you know, he gets a, an occasional five ten minute stretch here and there to just give, you know, the guards a break. I mean, we signed Trey Burke as well. I feel like he's going to be. We'll have. Jalen Brunson and Trey Burke, I think are going to get the majority of those minutes anyway. So uh, I'm just excited to keep having the uh, Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger pairing of Boban and JJ. (laughs) Um, It's just, I'd love to see just the dichotomy of what a human being can be in the NBA. (laughs) I don't know, man. Like, and this is kind of a, kind of goes to one of the questions that were asked by a TK asking like, who do you expect to be cut out of the roster? Um, again, like we gave, we gave all these dudes guaranteed, you know, guaranteed contracts. I think, mm. and uh, that's a pretty frequent move for the Mavericks, though. Like yeah, they do that. Yeah, so yeah. They, there's they some, there's yeah. some cap advantage to that. I can't remember yeah. what it is. Um, so instead of doing like the two way whatever, and they play around with the G League thing, they like by doing a guaranteed contract, it either helps you with cap later or something. There's some yeah. Oh, yeah. strategic reason they do that. I can't remember. But, you know, I was looking at it, and I was like, you know what, man? I think they gave JJ kind of just like a, you know, hey, here's a little bit of extra coin, you know, for later. Sure. Uh, you know, I don't think I, – I, my heart just feels like he's not going to be here. You know, he probably just, be the one cut. I don't, I don't think know. he's the one cut. I think that the, I think there's a better chance of some of these younger guys getting demoted to 
the, the G League, the whatever. Le- yeah, to the legends. That or makes the most that. sense. I mean, happened to you know. Get, I'm thinking there's a, there's bound to be a couple of race Spaldings in this draft that we got. We got a bunch of un, un <laughs> race Spalding. Uh, yeah, bunch of race Spaldings. Yeah, <laughs> I, so I think there is zero chance that Berea gets cut. Yeah, I literally think his role because we expect to be a playoff team because we are is the vet at the end of the bench to Mm. see things that Rick doesn't see or once in a blue moon on one of those sleepy nights where we're inexplicably down by 15 to like Charlotte or some shit. Rick's going to throw Berea out there for a spark. And and, it's a random like January game that, yeah, let's see if he still got it, you know? Well, if there's one thing that Berea will never be, he's never been a slacker. You know, he's never like he's fought for literally Mm -hmm. every inch Mm -hmm. or every minute of the NBA that he's played is just out of sheer force of will. His, uh, yeah, they they need that leadership and uh, that presence on an active roster because of the things that we don't see it as fans. I think having him an active part of practices and all of that stuff, not as a coach, is a little bit different than if we just made him a coach. Right. And at the end of the day, for me, you know, who's he taking minutes from at the end of the bench? Nobody. That rotation is going to be pretty tight, I think, with the guys that we've brought in. And I don't think Berea's got a lot of room unless we just desperately need him. Um, or if somebody gets hurt. I mean, it's not great, but, I mean, he had his moments last year. Mm-hmm. where he could still kind of get some buckets, but a yeah, total liability on defense at this point. Question for you guys. Say J.J. Barea has a, you know, whatever productive season this year and he retires. Do we retire his number? And if we do retire his number, what number do we retire of his? I was about to say, which one do we retire? Yeah, because it would be either 11 <laughs> or 5. I think it's yeah. number 5 right now, Yeah, which would be know. interesting because if we were retired 5, that would be a big middle finger to Jason Kidd. Which yeah. I'm kind of Maybe. for because that's how petty Mark Cuban is. <laughs> I don't feel like Berea gets a number retired. Yeah, I don't think he so. Wore, because yeah. he wore more yeah. than one. Right. Yeah. Okay. I feel like them's the rules. <laughs> how, Jason Terry, yes, no. I would um, personally, but I'm I'm more torn than I thought I would be on that. But I think I would retire his number. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely retire his number. Thirty-one. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, it's a weird number two anyway. Well, so. he was on both finals teams and was a clear part of that i think really mm. i wish that he just retired with us i don't think he ever that instead of like traveling around the league like yeah because yeah. he had a couple was he it was boston and Brooklyn. that was one of those that's one of those weird ones where it's like boston, uh, I, i've seen Brooklyn. people talk about how the mavs don't move on from their guys like with regards to the beret thing but we let terry walk mm. when he was too old yeah when he wanted so to go, we yeah. definitely we do we'll, that. we'll let tyson chandler walk twice yep don't bring don't bring that up but yeah while he could still walk <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. wasn't even washed yet, <laughs> and not not sitting on the end of a new 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 age basketball, you know. But so, yeah, that's the funniest thing to me is that during the the Houston LA Laker series in the bubble, you know, Anthony Davis and Javale McGee and Dwight Howard are just murdering. Uh, he's and it's like, and Chandler's not getting minutes. <laughs> like I, don't, I mean, I think he's old, and you know, yeah. yeah. Probably can't move very well, but I mean, still like another body out there, a big body. He's still a seven foot body. I know. They needed something, but ooh, no. What are you guys' thoughts on the city jersey? They've done like the full release of the merch with the uh, the new. uh... We do. We should talk about jerseys. Yes. (laughs) God. Yeah. Let's see. 
those those white and gold and silver guys. I like so, the, so this I, was a, so this was a question actually oh, asked by a so Irving Castellanos asked real talk now that the official picture out city editions jerseys cop or not and then we got a second question from I believe it was Isaac Appelt who said oh my lord what do you say he said thoughts on the new Mavs jackets the new Mavs city jackets so uh, it's something I could never wear because of just how Caucasian I am like I'm you look at me you're just like that guy's going to wear boots and flannel. That's what this dude looks like. You know, like. That guy sells artisanal chocolates. <laughs> that is very much my life. Um, I, I, have, uh, I have devolved into bearded guy that wears hat backwards. That's, that's typically my look. Uh, they're, I think they're, they're cool as hell. Uh, I like the, the deviation from the normal blue. I like that they're going a little crazy, but uh, I think it's weirdly like aesthetically very european i'm thinking of like kind of uh real madrid bro yeah that's what i was thinking real madrid just Mm. very like clean and classic it looks almost uh roman i don't know it's kind of weird Well, wasn't the uh there was an article about the design wasn't it inspired by greek mythology (laughs) was it hang on i'm gonna try to find this while we're cool but they, well, I, we we should definitely nerd out about these jerseys real well, quick because the, as much bitching as we've had over the last several it feels like every year <laughs> we've been bracing for since the city edition jersey started we've been bracing for that reveal because we've had very mixed responses to them but totally. i thought i thought they've gotten better each season and then I, this year I, those jerseys are insane i They're like them so good dude they're so much better than I guess where the city jerseys fail for me in any team is when it doesn't really reflect the city at all. And to be honest, this one reflects yeah. Dallas the most because it is kind of gaudy and kind of rich looking and kind yeah, of, yeah. it reminds me of North Park a little bit. Yeah, it reminds you of like North Dallas, like <laughs> totally. Yeah, dude, it's well, yeah. Because that's why I didn't like the last city jerseys. They're like, oh, you know, Dallas has that great graffiti culture. It's like, no, we I mean, don't. They, they demolished really, Deep Ellum, basically. They, yeah, like they, they, they've gotten, it. it seems like they definitely like didn't have a pulse on like what exactly the city is about. And right. even though like, because I mean, I know people from like Houston and Austin and like other places and they're always like, oh, Dallas things are so much better than everybody. Like they always have the like, designer shit on and stuff like that. It's like, well, this is, this looks pretty designer. <laughs> so, yeah, it, yeah you know, this like, is almost like Armani. <laughs> it's like, it's like, might as well just like, just dive into it at this point. Like, fuck it. Like, you know, the, rest, right, of the so, rest of the rest of Texas hates us. So might as well. <laughs> so what you're saying is the next city edition jerseys are just going to be Louis Vuitton. That's it, like, bro. Just like, <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, I found it. This just was the official uh, uh, press release from maps.com about it, actually. But I said the new jersey is a nod to one of the most iconic and powerful symbols of the city of Dallas, the legend of the Pegasus. The Greek mythological creature, uh-huh. the Pegasus, has represented power and strength for thousands of years and has been a symbol of one that breaks through darkness with hope and light. That sounds nice. Okay. Uh, All right. For nearly a century, a Pegasus has stood watch over downtown Dallas and has become an emblem of growth and prosperity. This season, the Dallas Mavericks are invoking the power of the Pegasus, cast in brilliant shades of silver and gold, a nod to the 2011 championship. Yeah. I mean, that's also too bad. I figured it was going to be. Yeah. Legacy is everything on there. Yeah. Uh, 40th anniversary logo. 
it's just good stuff it's good i like it man it's I think just we have good stuff so much better than just like the fresh prince of greenville or whatever <laughs> like that, that we did last year uh, <laughs> yeah uh, yeah I, I couldn't like i wanted to like those last year's ones so much but i just i, also, I just hate the abbreviation of dow dow like dow. dude just like just do tx or some i don't know just say dallas like that's or something DTX, that i'm very DTX, yeah like, or like i don't know it sounds like a a redneck stepson's name. <laughs> hey, this like is my, my, my favorite NASCAR driver's Dale Earnhardt. Dale, get the fuck out of that stagnant pond. You're going to you get E. coli. Stagnant pond. You can't tell me what to do, Pa. Fucking Dale, you're going to get a whooping. No, not if you come here first. I'm going to fist fight you like I did last night. I'm going to fist fight you with my feet. I'm going to feet you in the mouth with my headbutt move kiss your sister with that mouth yeah so what <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh man uh but going back to the questions you know <laughs> no, no, so to answer I, your questions we no. like it <laughs> well no so like i go like i looked okay. at like the okay the really? isaac isaac's question when he comes talking about um he's talking about you know the jackets in particular like i love the jackets dude i just like i wouldn't be able to wear anything that's like that white like I just cannot do it because I will get that shit so dirty. Yeah, so here's dirty. my advice. Yeah, once you're gonna buy the, done. Yeah, yeah. If you're <laughs> gonna buy um the city edition jersey this year, my pro advice would be to uh explore fasting that day. <laughs> just don't even risk it. <laughs> I think that's just a rule of thumb with like, don't, yeah, don't any get... white like sports attire. Right. <laughs> yeah, bro. You have a target on your back from the second you put that on if you were anywhere near food. Oh, yeah. it's especially so, yeah. ketchup. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just fast. Yeah. And understand that it's good for your body and uh, you won't get your nice jersey dirty. <laughs> yeah, I know if, I know if I would wear that, like my jersey would look like a Rorschach painting like by the time it's done. It's just going to be just I would wear it to a game and uh, someone would like fall three sections over and somehow their hot dog would fly all the way over and hit my jersey and just stamp it with ketchup. I'm like, I could not imagine going up to like a meetup and like wearing mm-hmm. that also to like a bar or something like that. Just like just getting it fucked up because yeah i'm drinking you know <laughs> yeah. the, one really velvet think, hammer and that thing's that's ruined. gone yeah that thing's fucking fucked <laughs> up Dude, it's, it's gone, gone. <laughs> it's nice though like i definitely no, it, it's it's clean as hell and that's the reason why get, we can never yeah. we're, we're all just dirty degenerates so there's yeah, nobody we can do, wear yeah. these. <laughs> we're a little too wild for those jerseys man so, <laughs> i respect anyone who buys that and like takes a picture and like shows me like of them wearing it because Nah, dude, it's it's just it's too nice for me. Yeah. <laughs> Invest in tide pins, yeah. Yeah, please. Yeah, if you're gonna do that, like tide pins, socks about to go fucking up, bro. <laughs> You'll be Let's at uh, Roller Town Beer Works or Brew Works, and someone will spill their entire War Daddy Stout on your. Oh, wife. Jesus, dude. Ooh. Sad. Good plug. Good plug. That's a good plug. plug. Yeah. Right. Roller- shout out to Skin Wade. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's some good Roller beer ben over Rogers. there. And Ben. That was fun. That was fun. Good dudes. All right. Let's good see. Times. Let's go to more questions. Let's see what we got. Ah, okay. Actually, okay. So that's a good little segue, I guess. But, uh, oh, what? Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just thought of conspiracy theorists diving into the Greek mythology part of the jerseys oh, the season before. 
Oh, no, this oh, is great. Let's go yeah, down this route again. Okay, so now uh, like the Mavs are going to be just are really we trying. Are we trying to summon him? Like summon him? All, all of our U's are replaced with V's suddenly. Like the, the <laughs> bro, 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 the jerseys are so powerful. It's just going to activate, you know, the, the God part of Giannis's brain because he's, he's a Greek <laughs> God, right? His dad's probably actually zeus dude i'm just saying like he hasn't signed the you know the exception yet so uh he really hasn't so yeah you know, it's been you know he's, he's been kind of like thinking about it i think a little bit so maybe luke has been texting him a little bit but uh, our scoreboard just becomes roman numerals like <laughs> just the city the city edition uh jersey debut during the regular season is gonna be against the bucks and <laughs> the right, court the court is just going to be all Greek, but it's just going to say, Giannis, please come to Dallas. Yeah, no, it's going to be a picture of like the, what was it? The, uh, it's God and Michelangelo like touching their fingers or whatever, but it's going to be Dirk on one end and, and Giannis on the other. Yes. Touching a yes, basketball. In the middle. Like. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, dude. This will work. I mean, that's a, that's a really good conspiracy theory, though. Man. Instead of Champ, he's just re-outfitted as a Pegasus, but with Giannis's <laughs> face. <laughs> Mavs man just becomes Giannis. Yeah, Jan's man. That will work on it. Yeah, fuck, fuck Mavs Jazz man. man. Nope. <laughs> Jazz man. That would be, that would yeah. be the mascot that yeah. I would pick for the Jazz man. <laughs> hey, guys, just a reminder, football is in full effect, and BetOnline is doing everything they can to make sure you get in on every imaginable prop this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online head to bet online today and use promo code armchair to take advantage of all the great sign up opportunities bet online your online sports book experts support for the hoops and hefeweizens podcast comes from manscaped who's the best in men's below the belt grooming manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels I like that rhyme there. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Mercy. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. Thank God for that. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Likely pun intended. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 has a proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice down there. Guys, don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. The perfect package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxers that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those old, overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, or your friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. I mean, do we go into other questions now? Or do you sure, yeah, let's keep let's going. Let's do it. No, we can. Oh, okay. You've got you to gotta stop us or we'll just keep no, going. No, I'm just going to let you going. Like, <laughs> riff for like 30 minutes anyway. <laughs> let's see. Uh, Grace asks... Um, what is your bar for a successful season for the, for the Mavs slash what result would be just, you would be disappointed with? 
not making the playoffs, I think, would be the most disappointing. That I don't think that's going to be like that. Would be like okay, this was not supposed to happen. Um, that seems to me like that would be an injury-riddled season, which could very much happen this season. Yeah, this um, season would be like this season would be the season. Like, like that would happen. That's the thing. So I think playoffs. To be honest, if we're after first round of playoffs, I'm pretty happy considering that this is still a very young core and gelling together. Uh, mm-hmm. I still feel like this season is. Everyone's talking about the bubble season having an asterisk. I think the following season's going to be even weirder. I think there's going to be a lot of minutes played by people that would otherwise probably not play in the NFL or in, in the NFL in the NBA. I mean, that happened today too with the with the with the Broncos. So. Well, <laughs> that's like we're starting to see what's happening in the NFL mm-hmm. now. Now that they're playing in these different stadiums, and it seemed to be fine, but like basically our country does not have a good grasp on how to maintain this virus. So now like the NFL is showing like pretty much what is the worst case scenario of like, okay, well this one team is going to be half a team and they're going to play on Tuesday. Best yeah, of luck. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, these are the risks. The show must go on though. Good luck right. guys. So like, I think there's going to, there is almost more than likely going to be a game this NBA season where it's going to be like eight guys versus eight guys, like and three of them are G league dudes. Like that's happened in regular seasons in one way or another. But like I, I can almost see this happening considering uh, I don't know what the COVID uh, protocol is for the NBA. I'd also imagine it's probably a lot better managed because if there's one league that doesn't give a shit about the health and safety of its players, it's the NFL. Uh, but the NBA has a little bit of a better track and it's a significantly less people to keep track of. But I mean, there's, mm-hmm. I can almost call it right now. There's going to be a game where like none of the coaching staff is going to be there. Like it's going to be like the strength coach coaching the game. I don't wish this on anybody, but like no. that's the logistics of what mm-hmm. we're dealing with now, considering there's still going to be traveling to a bunch of empty arenas. Yeah. And if you're just on a bunch of planes, sure enough, like, COVID's going to get you. Yeah, I mean, everything's a risk right now. Um, if any league can pull this off, it's the NBA. At the same time, this is going to be, mm-hmm. I would say, 10 times more challenging than isolating in a bubble with however many teams that was. Um, we've got the whole league. Yeah. They're going to be traveling. Um, they've got steps in place to have some, you know, liability for themselves and and you know there's the anonymous two-pot line if someone's breaking rules or whatever that i was reading about and then all that stuff but people some you know we're all human i think people are going to screw up you don't know who's been around Uh what people and you know what context at all times and inevitably somebody's going to be (laughs) somebody's going to get exposed to covid or get it and then yeah we'll run into a situation where people have to sit out but they're really strict and they've got rules in place to like one if you do get it or are this all the testing that they're going to be doing and i I don't know i I feel like they'll figure it out but yeah this is going to be a strange ride all season long and um yeah yeah injury like with the math specifically looking at injuries yeah that's one thing first and foremost but two the challenge of COVID as well, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, is KP's knee okay? Or, you know, oh shit, you know, half our roster can't play until they clear a COVID test three times or whatever it is. Like that's, mm, yeah, it's, it's going to be, be something. It's going to be something to behold, yeah. but. 
I have more faith in the NFL. Or, bleh, no, no. <laughs> I have more faith in the NBA handling it than okay. I do in the NFL handling it. That is for damn sure. Uh, I mean, you know, yeah. I think going back to Grace's question, just like a successful, a successful season for me is getting out of the first round. You know, result will be disappointed with is not making it, and that's obviously because of number of factors, whether it be injuries or COVID or. I don't know, bro. Like the virus mutating to be like more of a zombie type thing. Like there's so much <laughs> that can happen at this point. A, so. a zombie apocalypse would just ruin my vibe, you know? It would. It would. <laughs> just like I carried all yeah. these vibes. Why is that? Why, why would it? Yeah. Why would it? Because, bro. We like, don't know. I, we don't know how. I, listen, I, I'm not going to judge I, zombies before they happen. They could be cool as shit. It could be cool. They show up for free beer. Like they just found a way. They just come over and kind of bitch about how they can't die. Um, <laughs> that would be the worst. It's just that, like right? basically a live purgatory where they're just like jumping in front of cars. They're like, damn it, I didn't die yet. Fuck, like, damn it. <laughs> I'm just getting less limbs and now it's even more inconvenient. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I think short, short, short answer to that summarized version. <laughs> After we went uh, yeah, missing the playoffs, failure. I think losing in the first round would be unsuccessful. I think success for me is Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Maybe second. I could live a second round exit, but okay. I'd be disappointed. But yeah. I think if we, as long as we're progressing forward, yeah. but I think we could get to the Conference Finals. It's going to be insane, but yeah, I think we be. can do it. This I is think that's what we've learned yeah. is if we had a little more – a little more beef on the team, we may have gotten out of that Clippers series and beyond yeah. a little bit. So I don't know, but Portland's stacked now, in my opinion. Uh, Denver is going to be good again. It's going to be interesting. Denver is really going to be a matter of whether or not uh, Mike, Michael Porter Jr. and Bull Bull develop into Progress, the players yeah. are supposed to be. Because yeah. mm-hmm. if those guys develop into starters, then I still think Denver's a threat. Otherwise, they kind of lost a little wait, bit yeah wait they lost some people they mind. lost jeremy like, Grant. mainly my main like team i think is going to be on the rise big time is probably portland though uh-huh. in portland yeah i do love dan lillard man they, i love that dude so much i will I, be a stand of his until he leaves portland and then i hope he never does so <laughs> i don't know if he will yeah i think he might he might be the next like the last one of the last Dirk situations right there oh and luca obviously. with him and luca yeah. of course yeah i think yeah, luca's not going anywhere we're like Mark will give him fucking like a quarter of a million, quarter of a billion dollars. He's gonna just so. give him Dallas. Yeah, like here you go, bro. <laughs> we'll buy the city of Dallas to yeah, keep Luke. Here you go. Here you go. All right. Let's see. Next question comes from James. <laughs> James asks, "When am I getting on the podcast?" Call him. It's 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 up to our producer, dude. So uh... <laughs> send for him. <laughs> Is that? Yeah. Is that me technically? <laughs> yeah, it is you technically. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know. I'll DM you. We'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Cool. cool. All right. Let's see. Next question comes from Rutuge. Oh my God. I hate this question so much. <laughs> Rutuge asks If Giannis said, I'll sign for Dallas, only if you let me wear the number 41, would you still want him in Dallas? I think Dirk would want him in Dallas. I think he'd let him do it. <laughs> it's up to Dirk. Yeah. Yeah. Up, yeah I think. It, Ultimately, if Dirk's cool, cool with it, I'm yeah. cool with it. And yeah, Dirk cool would be cool with it. Well, the fact that Dirk, mm. you guys know how he got 41, right? Like, because someone else had 14. You're right. He wanted to be 14, and then for for, for, for Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley during the Dream Team, and like, mm-hmm. sure enough, he's just like, oh, whatever, it's 41. I'll do it. Like, you know, I took 41. I was it. So and now it's his, his 
trademark. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's his number now, which is great. But yeah, I think I'm sure Dirk would be cool with it. You know, I'm sure Mark would probably like just like ask him like text him real quick, like, hey, is it cool if you know Giannis wants to come here, but only if he can have your number? He's like, okay, cool. Like, well, then we'd know. just do a dual retirement of their jerseys retired. Yeah. <laughs> It'd just be just two de- two names under the same number. That'd be great. You know, I'm cool with that too. Levitsky and Nakumpo, man, I don't know if you could fit that on a jersey, but I like the way it sounds. <laughs> All right, let's see. Next question comes from Cameron. Cameron asks, okay, two questions. One, do you think we're overvaluing the impact of an enforcer for the team? Okay, so let's answer this one. Do you think we're overvaluing it? Uh, No. I feel like if we are, it's like very slightly overvaluing the impact, you know? Because I mean, obviously, like we talked about earlier, just like the amount of memes that we made in the last like week or so, like, cause we're all, we're all yeah, just stupid on Twitter. But... We've gone overboard with the memes because it's yeah, fun, but are we overvaluing fun. the enforcer role? No. Cause we didn't have one last year. I think, sure. I think what we're, I would They're say like... the enforcer. I, I do think it's funny that people are just like, finally, we got ourselves the bash brothers with like, I said, they're going to come in here and just start giving elbows to all these dudes. Uh, I will say that I think there is some addition from subtraction for who we gave up to get those, t- uh, both uh, Jay Rich and James Johnson. You yeah. got, if you were to put them up versus Seth Curry and Justin Jackson, those are that's a, a culture change there. Like, I mean, Seth had some swag occasionally, but like he's a pretty passive dude and pretty tiny person and, or, you know, NBA speaking. Yeah, but yeah. And yeah, then for, for two guard, yeah. And Justin Jackson, for however big he is, I mean, like, like I said, he's about as uh, intimidating as a beanie baby for the most part. <laughs> and so like, it's nice to have, true, yeah. it's nice to have two dudes that will get in other people's faces. Uh, I, I like the culture change more than anything. Um, yeah, Justin th- Jackson beanie baby available at the OKC Thunder shop. It's <laughs> that would actually make a killing bro. It would. Like, you're welcome. Thunder. OKC Thunder, if you're listening to us, <laughs> credit to Don Denham and give him 10%. I will take tens of those dollars. Ten percent of the receipts. But I don't think we're overvaluing it because you have to understand what we mean. If you look at this team last year, I mean, can you? I'll ask you guys this question. I mean, if you're in Los, if you're a Los Angeles Clipper, looking at the Mavs roster in the playoffs last year, is there a single person on that roster that you're intimidated by? No, I mean, if anything, no, everyone no. is people. Maybe be Boban, but well, no, Boban's not even intimidating. Boban's not like a Boban's not even a. Line. Yeah, no. You know, he's not. It, it's a mental thing. It's not like by enforcer, we're all expecting. Like I think Ruben, you were saying we're <laughs> expecting them to just show up and start throwing elbows and stone cold stunners and shit. It, it's it's the. It, it's equal parts mental, right? When you've got a Jay Rich, when you've got a James Johnson, when you've got some bigger defensive-minded wings and stuff like that, mentally, you view that team differently. You don't look at them like they can't play defense. We're just going to bully them and push them around. And then two, more physical legal plays, too. You know what I mean? They're not going to try to shove James Johnson around the same way they would push into like a Seth Curry or, you know what I mean? If Richardson's yeah. on you versus Seth, you're not just going to try to bully him. Yeah. I also want to add that both Jay Rich and, uh, and James Johnson have six eleven wingspans. 
God. Like, so they collectively that's, one, have, that's a whole Dwight Powell. That's a whole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, like, they have added this uh, horizontal works, right? size, if you will. Yeah. Last time we said that was Danny Ford, but for completely different reasons. <laughs> the Mavs got taller and wider. Yes. <laughs> See, ladies, it's just about what, girth. That's what we all need. Yep. All this Mavs, you heard it here Mavs, first. The Mavs, Mavs are thick. The Mavs just got thick. <laughs> so, so, Cameron's second question was... <laughs> You get five thousand. Oh, sorry, five hundred thousand dollars. But your teeth are always flaccid, except when hungry. Your teeth are always flaccid. Why? <laughs> flaccid teeth is my least favorite Primus album. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> I can't do that for. I can't do that for, for half a million. Uh, nope. It <laughs> just sounds terrible. Nope. Uh, God, flaccid teeth. That is that. Those are two words I haven't heard. I know. In sequence. So like I was trying to figure out what you. they look like. That's like an autocorrect fail or something. <laughs> no, that's exactly what he asked. He no, meant that. They would harden my... when you got hungry. So like you wouldn't have any inability. Basically, like would you live with basically having wait, how many teeth are in the human? Like a hundred fifty? I don't know. Hundred? What? I don't know. I don't know. How, I haven't counted them. Let me um, see. Looking it up. That's fine. I want to get this number correct. How many are you supposed to have? Let's see. <laughs> 32. 32. Fine. Okay. So 32 tongues, mini tongues, Ugh, no. hanging out in your mouth all the time. Uh, how did you, you make that eat. worse for me? <laughs> <laughs> God. Ugh. Yeah, no, I'm not, doing that. I'm not doing that for half a million. This would be like half oh, a million God. for me to do that. But I don't know. Unrelated aside, what's your worst autocorrect fail? Um, let's the funniest. See. I had one. I was trying to type broccoli, and my phone for some reason went insane, and and changed it to bro cholera. <laughs> bro cholera. Bro. Two words I two, Bro cholera. Two words I never use. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> over here and chowing down on some bro cholera. Some bro cholera. <laughs> I, I don't make mistakes. Oh, I, I just look, look, out, look, I look at my timeline. It's nothing but stupid like, <laughs> typos. I'm trying to think, what's the stupidest thing I've ever said? I don't even know, dude. I, I remember once uh, when I was, this is, dates me, but uh, when phones used to not have keyboards, so they did the T9 thing, whatever. Um, mm. But prior to oh, that, I used yeah. to spell out every single one. So if I were to hit, if I were to type C, I would type three or two, two uh, three times. Um, and so I learned the the little text language T9, but it, I I don't know I just had like a lapse in remembering what it was. So someone texted me like, "Hey, we're gonna do practice at 5 p.m. Is that cool?" And I was and I meant to type "cool," but replied "bacon." So <laughs> I just sent it anyways. It's like no, no, what it means. Should bring it back, man. <laughs> yeah, bacon T9. What do you think of the new city jerseys? Bacon, bacon man. Bacon, bacon, bacon. Yeah, they're real bacon. I like bacon. A new perk of the city jerseys. They're made out of bacon. Uh, let's see. Next question. It's turning into a Gaffigan sketch. I know. Next question <laughs> comes from Herman. He says, do pork tamales reign supreme or have other kinds of tamales taken over? That's all, Ruben. That is all me. I'm not yeah. comfortable answering this question. <laughs> uh, dude, I love pork tamales. Uh, they're really great. Uh, so... For me, those are always be like number one. Like that's my first draft pick, no matter what. It's gonna be that, you know, <laughs> if they offer it to be. Um, my cousin recently. I'm plugging this in for her because I'm very nice. But my cousin started up a food truck, 
uh, yesterday, and they sell pork. They what's sell, it called? It's called a El, El Tejas Twist is what it's called. And they do stuff, I think, they start off in Garland. I don't know if they're going to go, I don't know if they're going to expand. I have no idea. Don't ask me. But, uh, uh, so they make, I know they have pork tamales, uh, not vegan, what the fuck, pork tamales, chicken tamales, and tamales with cheese, and I think salsa. Mm-hmm. And out of those three, if I were to have to choose, I would pick pork every single time. So in my my mind, pork tamales reign supreme. But I know there's some people who eat uh, tamales, whether it be because of like, you know, religious reasons or whatever, like, or they just don't like pork. Yeah, some people just don't like pork. So, mm. um, but for me, pork tamales are the best. So, thank you, Herman. I'm hungry now. So, you and just you've just angered all of the tamale loving Jews that listen to our <laughs> podcast. There are a few. <laughs> There are a few. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love pork tamales, and I am I might get some later because, uh, yeah, it's cold now up here. Thank God. It is tamale uh, season. Yep. All right. Let's see. Next question comes from Tyler. Tyler asks, "Who will be the the most under underappreciated player on the Mavs this season?" So underappreciated. Mm. Underappreciated. Yeah. Gonna go with. I feel like probably THJ. Uh, I think he's he's going to be basically our uh, stand in the corner kind of guy. He's either going to be shooting corner threes uh, or or slashing. Um, so I don't. I think his role I think is going to be diminished. Um, but I still think it's really valuable. His catch and shoot uh, three point percentage is insane. So I mean he's still going to be super super valuable. But I feel like people are going to look at him because we have Jay rich. They're going to be like, Oh, we don't need THJ anymore. Um, but I think he's still going to be a solid contributor. Yeah. I think, I think THJ would probably be my pick. I think another, I think maybe one of the rookies even, you know, like I think there's always rookie. like a lot of excitement and hype for rookies of your own team though. Yeah. I feel like, true. I feel like Tyrell Terry is going to be like a, a Jersey seller very quickly. I'm going to go with Jalen Brunson. Mm, That's a good one. That's a good one. And the reason being, because we signed Burke, who will be above him on the food chain Mm -hmm. um, easily, and because we've drafted Terry, who could be impact immediately if, you know, the shooting's there, if he's the Seth role. I think Brunson has the most to adjust to coming back from an injury where he wasn't in the bubble and the roster's different and he's got a lot of work to do in sort of figuring out where he fits on the team Mm -hmm. and a lot of tests, uh, I think on a personal level in terms of navigating that and how he feels about it. So, yeah, I think if he buys in and is a real team player, which he usually is. Yeah. um, Yeah. I think that will go unseen and underappreciated for sure. Cool. I mean, it's a See, very he, he strikes me as a spot minutes guy this season with Terry coming in and Burke being so badass. So. To, su- to support your your idea, though, I do see Brunson ma- being more of a Berea, uh, Rick Carlisle guard of where they're undersized, mm-hmm. but they put in so much damn effort and they're so freaking smart that they just mm-hmm. stick around. If not with our team, then they stick around the league for mm-hmm. the yeah. next 10 years. Yeah. yeah, I think him. I guess the short version of what I was trying to he, him doing what's best for the team will go underappreciated for sure because he's a winner and knows what it takes to win. Yeah. I think right. he'll buy into that, but it's not going to show up. 
uh, oh, stat sheet or... in a lot of people's eyes. Yeah. That's just my, my two cents. All right, let's see. Let's see. Ryan asks, you've got three Thanksgiving invitations to send out to people in the Mavs organization. Who are you eating with? So three people in the can, world. can only invite Mark Cuban once. And I was like, Mark Cuban, obviously. I would love to be in a room with Donnie Nelson. You know what? Mark Cuban, Donnie Nelson, and Don Nelson. Those are who I want to make it. Like, okay. Does it have to be current or any? I don't any, know, bro. Any point? There's no. There's no. Uh, there's I, no. I know. I know. I'm going a bit outside the rules, but I'm. I'm. I'd like to hang out with the Nelsons. There's something about that I think would be a great time. I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to take a take a Thanksgiving quote unquote walk with with Don Nelson. Yeah, sure. Around Maui. Yeah, talk talk about point forwards in the revolution of uh, of the three points. That's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) He's like that cousin, you know. Oh, he's that uncle. Absolutely. Uh, Let's see. Who would I see? It it would have to uh, definitely Dirk. Yeah, Cuban. Mm-hmm. Damn it, Jet! Why'd you leave the organization? Uh, <laughs> um, well, no. If it's any Finley, era, Finley, if it's yeah. any Mav era, you can you can put Jet. Nah, I'm trying. I'm trying to say like who's like with them right now. So Bryce. Cuban. I mean, Dirk, <laughs> Dirk's technically not there now. So well, I'm, you know what? I'm, he's the exception here. But uh, yeah, I would definitely Dirk Cuban. And th- I don't know who I do with the third one. Not Rick. Rick <laughs> terrifies me. <laughs> Rick eats a single potato, thanks you for the meal, and leaves. I bet like, he's Rick's terrific to talk to outside of intimidating basketball yeah, settings. Yeah, fuck that, though. <laughs> like, also, I don't want the illusion to be like gone. You know, like, I don't think, oh, he's actually a really cool guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see Rick smile like a person. Yeah, no, no, I, don't see that. I never want to see that. I don't know who I do with him. Luca just one. hit a 300 foot back foot. <laughs> game winner <laughs> and Rick's just there with his hand on his hips that's it bro that's how it always is bro I'm saying when my fiance was like unfazed by all <laughs> my, my fiance tweeted last year was like he never smiles and I was like I know like that's just who he is <laughs> I don't know I he guess celebrated I Lucas game winner yeah he, yeah he did but I mean like before that like, she'd, she'd There's only one, there was only one other time and it's because he, he fist bumped yes. he fist pumped in the finals after a Dirk yeah, fade away in game yeah. six, I think. Yeah, so I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you have any more options? Any more invitations y'all sending out? I think any era, if I could go with any era, I would invite the original big three. Oh, Good yeah. The, the, uh, I would, Dirk, uh, Nash, uh, and Finn would be oh, a fun trio. Oh, that's who, um, I thought you were talking about the Triple J's. Triple J, no, I was, gonna, was like, that's, no, that is my, not going to be a good idea. <laughs> our era. My, my original big three. Yeah, our era. My, my our fandom. Era, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm pretty Dallas sure there was a love triangle between the, the, the big three at one point. Is it like, <laughs> you, you know who can tell us all about this would be Team Beamer. He knows all about this Beamer knows about this one. He knows the entire story, which is so weird because like he's our age. So it's like it's not even like he was like older and like yeah. was there to witness it all. <laughs> he just such knows. an old soul. He's he's lived more years than we have, um, like, like contextually speaking. Current maps. Shout out to him. Current maps. Uh, Rick. Rick, Luca, okay, Casey Smith. Oh, that'd be <laughs> why not? Oh, <laughs> I want to hear about hear about his 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 stories. Yeah, he probably has great war stories. I'd say oh, Cuban, yeah. but I feel like everyone would invite Cuban. Yeah, plus yeah. I already said it. 
The Cuban <laughs> Cuban can just show up later. Later on in the day, just shows up in his his hovercraft, hovercraft car, just time time machine submarine. <laughs> All right, let's I, see. I, my thought of Mark Cuban is he's basically Dr. Venture from the Venture Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Good show. How does Dr. Venture it. talk again? Oh, dude, it's it's, it's nasally. I can't I can't yeah. I couldn't do it. <laughs> not it's, like, it's, not too, like it's too it's too conversative. It's not like that personable. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Get out of the street, Parsons. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Next question comes from Blue Check Josh Eberly. My man, um, he was doing that. Blue check, blue check. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, so he Love asks, Josh. he asks, what does J Rich mean for my guy THJ? Well, I think basically they have very similar skill sets, um, but I think one or two things is going to happen. They're either going to like I think uh, J Rich is going to be the guy guarding the best uh, perimeter player, so I think he's inevitably going to get more minutes that way. But I, I see THJ either being our wing starter that's just on the perimeter and slashing, or I see him being potential six man of the year scoring wise. Um, that those are, or he's traded because he's got a he's got he did his huge player opt in, uh, and Jay Rich does a lot of the same things, is bigger, better defensively, and he's about. 15 million less a year. So that's, yeah. Or wait, what is, I, I want to say that that was correct. That uh, now I'm going to look up contracts before I have Twitter yell at before me. You submit, before you submit that answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask a friend. Final answer. <laughs> there you go. Uh, sorry, $8 million less. So he's he, he signed on for 18 million, I believe. Got it. And yeah, Jay Rich I mean, is 10 I think Jay Rich showing up and a combination of other factors, either THJ fits in and they uh, see about the same amount of action maybe, or he buys into a six man role. Or if uh, Josh Green really Mm. brings it and is real good, um, it might make him expendable, right? He's still, I'm still 50 50 on THJ's on the team or not by the end of the season just because of that contract being so tradable. And I like him. I'm kind of glad he's with the moves we made. I'm like, all right, that was, that was pretty good Uh, in terms of how the roster fits. I I think we navigated that quite well, but he, he could very easily get moved for something uh, more shiny if it comes along, but yeah. uh, Yeah. It's not bad having a guy that shot like 40% from three. So yeah, I mean, like and you guys, Jay Rich just, is going to yeah. shoot pretty good too with this open look. I'm looks, saying, man, so. Luca just makes everything so much easier for everybody offensively. So I think people don't realize how good Jay Rich is, like how good he was in Miami prior to being traded to yeah. Philadelphia mm-hmm. and so, how yeah. bad Brett Brown is as far as managing, like how a t- like the space, like uh, our, our guy from MFFLs.com uh, tweeted out, yeah. Yeah, Joe, Joe. Joe tweeted out like just how awful the spacing was uh, in Philadelphia. To where it's like there's just no room for him to create, and that's where he's what he's good at. Yeah. He's good with the ball in his hands, and he's good at open looks. And those just weren't available in Phil and Philly because you got uh, ball stopper in Bead or uh, Ben Simmons, who's got the he's he, you know he's yeah, got a Jay great Rich. he's got a great outside game, but unfortunately we play these games indoors, so. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Jay Rich <laughs> in a flow offense. Helmut yeah, it's going to be Luka yeah. Doncic is going to be nice. Gonna be he, he's going to surprise some people. Yeah. So you guys, you guys pretty much already hit on everything I was going to say about that. So we are very good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Y'all know y'all. Shit. <laughs> Thanks for listening. But bro. yeah, he either takes he he either takes uh, THJ's place yeah, or takes some responsibility. It takes a load off of him. You know. Yeah. Especially especially defensively. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next question comes from Luca Dumpthick. <laughs> I love those guys. I love those names. <laughs> this makes me, Gets makes me, me every smile. time. <laughs> um, how long will it be until my dad comes back from the gas station? <laughs> <laughs> soon, my son. Soon. Uh, <laughs> if I'm not back in five minutes, yeah. just wait longer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question comes from uh, from John. John asks, John, if, if you can put a cucumber in a martini, then why not a pickle and ice cream? You can do well, anything. You set your mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no one's stopping you, but you will get weird looks. Absolutely, um, bro. I've never seen. I've never tried pickle ice cream before. I, I, I it's, it, it. it's probably fire. I, it might be one of those things where it's like just. It's going to be one of those things where you're like, oh. Oh. Actually, this is good. <laughs> like, what? like, if you've ever had a pickleback shot, I have, dude. Those, oh, dude, college, yes. <laughs> I, man, the sequence of of just weird concoctions people come up with just to drink vodka. Like, it's supposed there's like, no, it's cool. okay. This is a, a an apple pie skittle shot or whatever. And <laughs> I was gonna like, make a skittles joke. This is a vodka <laughs> filled skittle. <laughs> Or they have like the really get your chomp on that one. This get one's tipsy. Well, if you've ever been to those shot bars, they're just kind of like in a competing contest for who could come up with the most offensive name for a shot. But it's just like grape juice and whiskey. <laughs> and it's just got, this one's called the date grape. It's like <laughs> oh, this no. shot's called the Pope's gonads. <laughs> for some reason, bro. Yeah. This one's called your granddad's war stories. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's all bad. Let's see. Oh, so John asked another question too, actually. So John also asked, uh, what would you do if fear was not a factor and you could not fail? Then we, it would be a really boring TV show. No, but what would you do though if fear wasn't a factor? Well, and then Joe Rogan wouldn't have been a podcaster. No. He hosted Fear Factor. If fear is no longer a factor, he's not hosting that show anymore. <laughs> which means doesn't become popular, which might be good for some people. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. He's all right. Uh, if fear to... I don't know. I think fear is a, a very uh, helpful thing. Uh, I actually, started this great. Uh, it, fear can not only be a great way to, in, you know, encourage growth uh, to overcome fear, but also uh, fear is a great way of, if you look at it reflectively, uh, it, it's a way of seeing what you are afraid of losing. Like it can make you maybe appreciate what you have and what you want to maintain. Like if you have a fear of losing a loved one, we'll grateful that you have loved ones still in your life. Or if your fear, yeah. if you're about being unhealthy, we'll be grateful for the, the body you currently have, like, or that you prioritize your body, things like that. So I think fear can be a very uh, helpful thing. So I, I, fear I, can I don't prevent failure. Sure. Uh, I don't know if that quite answers the question, but uh, that's that I've been thinking a lot about fear, uh, specifically yeah. these past couple of weeks. Yeah, you got an add squish. If fear wasn't a factor, and I couldn't fail. I'd be.
be a famous movie star. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah, if it wasn't for size, have, speed, talent, and I'd be also, knowledge, I'd be yeah, a I'd also basketball be the, player. Yeah, I'd also be the greatest <laughs> basketball player of all time. I'd want to get good at skateboarding, actually. That's what I want to do. Moss would be the Tony Hawk yeah. of the modern Me- era. Mexican Tony Hawk. Mexican <laughs> Tony Hawk. That's your new nickname. Antonio Hawk. Antonio Hawk. Antonio Hawk. You would uh, you'd make millions off of Antonio Hawk's pro skater. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Jennifer asks, that's a good one. Out of all the city edition edition jerseys that we've had, which is your favorite? This one. It's yeah. girl. Also the girl. new one by far. Mm-hmm. I liked last year's a lot. But what, what, okay, what, what's y'all's Two. second favorite? I want to know what y'all's second favorite is. Uh, last I, love, year's. I love the skyline. I know that wasn't a city jersey technically. I was like, wait, what? Oh, the yeah. skyline jersey. I guess that was the statement. I don't know. They all have was, like vague. I was like, yeah, names. yeah, really weird fucking Nike. Yeah, like last year's be like the jersey as a standalone was kind of goofy looking, but the whole picture looked cool. Like with the shorts and everything. The graffiti. Like, yeah, the, the, the shorts and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh Prince of, what did you say? Yeah. Greenville. Greenville. Fresh Prince of Greenville Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> this I, is I, a story all about brunch. It's really weird because I actually, <laughs> now looking back, like all the four that we've had, like I actually do kind of like the neon ones for some reason. Like, like clearly they're still pretty bad, but I like them for some reason. I don't know why. So. I just don't like I said the abbreviation of Dal is the yeah, only problem I have yeah. with some of these. It's just like it's it's fine for a box score, but I just don't think it. It's not Ow. something that explain. <laughs> hey man, I told you, quit bother me while I'm working on my go kart. Now I told you get out of here. I, I'm tying four go karts together, making a semi. I'm trying it's to working. quit sewing them damn pond turtles together, trying to float. It ain't gonna work. I don't don't tell me how to do my turtle fleet. I'll rule this planet. <laughs> I want a turtle fleet. Turtle fleet. That's the next question. Basketball. Next, oh yeah, basketball podcast. Yeah, we're going. We're on a basketball podcast. Anyway, next question comes from Vlado. He asks, "That's a good question, actually. Who is the third best scorer on the team this season? Third best scorer on this team? Um, yeah. Can we give a real answer and then a?" Like yes. if if yes. the basketball gods bless us, answer yes, yes, cool. <laughs> think score. Think Jay. I think Jay Rich has the opportunity. Mm. Um, I think if the basketball gods like us, I'm going to say Tyrell Terry. And those are my answers. Wow, yeah. look at that! <laughs> Great minds think alike, and so do yes, ours. <laughs> I definitely had I had I had Jay Rich or like Tim, depending on like what happens like with those two minutes. Tim's a solid choice. Minutes, you know, like yeah, it's hard to see what the splits are going to be. Exactly. And no. Also, we don't know when Porzingis is coming back. So yeah, I mean, yeah, Porzingis may very well be our third best scorer by the end of it. Yeah. So I mean, just like one of those, I think one of those three for me are like, like on KP is he's healthier than we think he is right now. They're just, just gonna taking it, taking build him up. He's yeah. just being shy. <laughs> he said, you know, he said it himself that he's ready to go pretty much. I mean, did you see the picture he just posted of him at the gym? No. He just posted a picture on Instagram of him at the gym or him at the like the Mavs facility. And there's no cast or anything on his legs, so you know. So I think he's he reckless is what you're saying. <laughs> he's living life on the edge. He's living life on the edge at the at the at the at the facility right now. Let's so see. if he has like a uh, like a tragic story and he writes a memoir, would it be like poor Zingas decisions? Poor, wow! Like poor, like 
Or if he goes broke all of a sudden, he just becomes poor Zingus. Poor Zingus. Wow. Or he, he makes his own draft beer, becomes poor Zingus. P-O-U-R. Yeah. Okay, Bryce. Yes. <laughs> I was that. channeling my inner Bryce. Sorry. I became a medium and just like took over. Poor Zingus. Uh, let's see. Uh, became the Pundertaker. Next question. <laughs> oh, that, that is your nickname. Uh, I hate it. Next question comes from TK. We kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but who do you expect to be cut from the roster? It's one of the undrafted guys, I think. I think so. Probably Mace Windu. Oh, man, I like Ooh, oh, that. Do get a lot of wing depth, so that, may, that would make yeah. sense. He, that, I mean, yeah, that, that signing was one of the ones I was like, yeah, we're just throwing some shit at the wall to see if we strike gold or anything. Uh man, he's either getting cut or oh shit, we found another dodo, so maybe we'll keep him. Yeah, to someone else. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird right now, man. Again, like my heart is like, oh maybe it'll be JJ. My heart's like, well, so like oh, I hope it's not one of the young guys, but yeah, I, I, mean, I stand. I maintain that there's not a, a chance JJ yeah. Burrow gets cut. Uh, oh well. All right. I say oh well, but just like oh, you know, like, it just sucks. You know, we signed sixteen guys. I was for a reason to like. You know, just to, you know, cut somebody else. But I can't keep them all. I, don't know. I wish we could. I would. I wish this one season would be the season where, like, okay, you can have twenty people on the roster. <laughs> you know, like I don't know the guy that's like the brother-in-law of Mark Cuban, something or other. Who was that? Who, uh, who? The guy from uh, was he one of the undrafted guys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's see. <laughs> let's see. Next question. He comes from. He has two questions from shit hit fan. I love it. Shit hit fan. All right, he says. So, why not just his, shit fan? I have no idea. We can ask him that anyway. <laughs> let's see. He asks, "How many inches can you jump?" God, I don't know. Um, vertically, no idea. yeah, yes, vertically. I would guess at least two feet. I don't know. Damn, two feet. Shit. I could probably. I know I, I can't touch rim, but I can definitely get like more than just like that first ring of the net. Yeah. <laughs> so like I can I can get net uh, if I if I really load up. But I'm also five know. seven, so, so like, maybe maybe a foot. I don't know. I haven't really jumped in a while, so <laughs> I'm not doing that live on TV or live on the recording. So no. fair right. enough. Peak what do you think? Physical. What do you think, Squish? State. I, I had a 40-inch vert in high school, actually. God damn, bro. Jesus. Don can attest. I'm a frog, but I can't jump like that now because I'm not uh, in as good a shape, but yes. <laughs> okay, next question he has. A frog. Next question he has is, uh, at what age should you stop using Axe body spray? <laughs> All. Uh, 12. Yeah, I stopped using that. Before it was invented. I don't want to yeah. smell that ever. Yeah, no. Fuck Axe body spray. <laughs> that should be like... You should never ever I, use it. I think using X body spray should be a war crime. <laughs> <laughs> Just crimes against against the Geneva Code. <laughs> Seriously, it's not good for anybody involved. Oh, Jesus. All right. Got one final question. Dick Nowitzki asks, can I scissor kick you in the solar plexus? Dick, First you want to take this one? <laughs> solar Plexus. Answer the question. <laughs> it's your chest, I'm isn't it? I'm trying to, I'm trying to say, yeah. what the fuck is this? Okay, I was, like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, you cannot. You Shit. Cannot. 
Uh, though I, I would, I, I would, I would love to see you do a scissor kick though. <laughs> like, I, I would say yes because I just want to see if I can withstand the blow. Like, okay. yeah, I've been, I've been doing some more chest workouts. Yeah, but do a little uh, bit of bench. I'll, I'll see if, see if I got enough pec juice to withstand the kick of Dick Nowitzki. How many, how many retweets for a live scissor kicking? On Twitter? <laughs> well, let's do this. All right, cool. Let's do. This. Yeah. Per- All right. Paris- sure. Why Paris- not? Periscope uh, scissor kicking sesh. Uh, Periscope Jesus. scissor kick sesh. <laughs> do, you th- do you think you could survive your own uh, scissor kick, Dick? <laughs> Wait a minute. What's a scissor kick, Dick? What's a scissor I, kick, Dick? I don't think I could do a scissor kick to the dick. I don't think that's that's so, on the table. Is that in the Kama Sutra? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if I scissor kick myself... Yeah, I'd be impressed. <laughs> I can't be impressed if I'm dead. So I think I would survive. Okay. Logic. So a scissor kick. Okay, yeah. No, I was trying to think. So that's kind of like the Liu Kang, right? Like the uh, the. Uh, so it's one foot acts like it's gonna kick you, and then you get with the other one, right? Wow. <laughs> yeah, like that. So I'm looking it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not a kick with scissors attached to your feet, no, correct? No. So it's not fatal. Okay. That's Got illegal it. in most competitions, I believe. <laughs> yeah, they call that the stinger. <laughs> they don't let you do that no more. I don't think you're allowed to do that. <laughs> Shit. Oh, things are falling off my desk. God damn it. Okay. Excellent. Well, it sounds like things are flying off the rails like they normally yep. do with us at the Hoops and Heaven Bison's podcast, guys. Thank you so much uh for listening uh ruben did you want to plug that uh toy drive that you're doing oh yes so a while back i had the idea of doing a toy drive and this stemmed from the fact that last year i did a school school supply drive and obviously this year because of covid not knowing like when schools would be back like in session face to face or like even if they even needed supplies due to that i just didn't you know, entertain it in the summer um but uh, a couple of days ago, uh, a friend of ours, Grace, who big supporter of the podcast, big supporter of our site, our good friend Grace, she, yeah, she wanted to know, like, hey, like, let's go ahead and just set something up. And I was like, okay, cool. So, uh, so basically, um, if you go to my page, I actually need to go ahead and just make it my, um, and you're going to make the link my, uh, my what do you call it, posted whatever, your, your, my sticky, my sticky, home. yeah, your link in yeah. bio, yeah. So, um, but basically, if you go there and you can donate as much as you want as little as you want um it's all going towards the uh wffa um toy drive uh which is the santa helpers um the last day to donate will be the 15th i believe grace is going to actually go out and actually buy all the toys on the 16th and then on the 17th is when we're going to go ahead and you know uh, go to wffa's like um location and drop off all the toys so as of right now as of right now we have a little bit less than $1,400. $1,400. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, exciting. I'm kind of hoping to see how, just how much people want to donate. So, yeah, it's been good. Excellent. Good stuff, man. Well, uh, yeah. So, guys, check out uh, at Reddit Mavericks and his link in his bio uh, for you to contribute to that. Uh, a little bit goes a long way. We know everyone's struggling out there, but we'd be uh, very appreciative if you guys could contribute to that. Um, it's a way of us, you know, again, doing something fun and silly on the internet, but going out to the real world and making real change. Uh, so yeah, that's at Reddit Mavericks on Twitter. 
Uh, you can follow uh, Dick Nowitzki, aka at Squish41, for all of his uh, his silliness and uh, comments on it, anything and everything in the NBA world. And you can find me at Don underscore Denim, and we all kind of contribute to the at the MFFLs, uh, the underscore MFFLs uh, Twitter account. So uh, follow us on there. Uh, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, like and review it. It helps us a whole bunch. Uh, we appreciate every one of our listeners. Uh, thank you guys so much for being a part of this fun Mavericks community. Uh, we're excited about the, the soon-to-be season. Uh, the off-season's almost done already. Their like, training camp starts in a couple weeks. So uh, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for listening. This has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week. Later, guys. Bye.